beautiful. We are nearing the end of our Lenten worship series again and again. We've learned that just like an ampersand's curvy shape, we move in and out and back into different parts of our Christian journey throughout our lives. And God meets us wherever we are again and again and again, showing us the way. Last week, we were reminded that through God's unconditional love, everything changes and we are reformed. The old falls away in order for something new to emerge. And today, on this Palm Sunday, we learn that again and again we draw on courage. Our scripture reading is from the Gospel of John, chapter 12, verses 12 through 19. And in my Bible, it's titled, Jesus Comes to Jerusalem as King. The next day, the great crowd that had come for the festival heard that Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem. They took palm branches and went out to meet him, shouting, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord! Blessed is the King of Israel! Jesus found a young donkey and sat on it, as it is written, Do not be afraid, daughter Zion. See, your king is coming, seated on a donkey's colt. At first, Jesus' disciples did not understand all of this. Only after he was glorified did they realize that these things had been written about him and that these things had been done to him. Now the crowd that was with him when he called Lazarus from the tomb and raised him from the dead, they continued to spread the word. Many people, because they had heard that he had performed this sign, they went out to meet him. So the Pharisees, they said to one another, See, this is getting us nowhere. Look how the whole world has gone after him. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading of these holy words. Today we begin Holy Week. This week that leads us into Easter this week in which we remember the acts of the last week of Jesus's life, his death, and then finally, his resurrection. First, though, is today. And we remember that great celebration like Jenny shared with us in the children's moment, Jesus's entry into the holy city of Jerusalem. But as we look at this joyful picture we must also recognize that it wasn't just some risk-free palm party. It was Jesus' royal processional into Jerusalem. At that time in history, when rulers rode into a city, they would have an entourage with them. A parade of soldiers, banners flying, and onlookers cheering and clapping for them. And Jesus, who wasn't, the Roman emperor, rode into Jerusalem that day with his disciples following him, and the onlookers treated him like a king. They took the palm branches, and it says, and they went out to meet him, shouting, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the king of Israel. They even called Jesus king. This took a lot of courage, 
both of the crowd and of Jesus. It took courage because in a way, it was like Jesus was doing his own protest parade, a protest against the powers of that time and a parade to prepare the way for a different kind of king. Because as Jenny mentioned, Jesus wasn't some normal king that just wanted all of the power from himself. Just imagine the contrast between those two entrances into Jerusalem. Jesus entering and then when an emperor, the real worldly king, made an entrance. The emperor would be riding in on a powerful steed with a procession of cavalry on horses and foot soldiers marching along behind and in front. And they were all adorned in leather armor and helmets and had weapons with them and banners flying to declare who that ruler was. And the onlookers cheered and clapped and bowed in reverence to that imperial power. And then we have Jesus, no powerful steed to ride in on, but instead rode in on a donkey, the symbol of peace. There was no procession of cavalry or, or marching soldiers in armor, yielding weapons. There was his disciples and his followers. And Jesus didn't need banners to tell the people who he was. They knew it was Jesus before he even got there. Simply by the way Jesus came into the city, he was protesting. And so the crowds, they were brave to show up that day, to declare Jesus their king rather than the emperor. But they believed that Jesus would be the one that would save them from the Roman oppression that they had been experiencing for centuries. That he was the king that Isaiah spoke about when he said, for a child has been born for us, a son given to us, authority rests on his shoulders, and there shall be endless peace for the throne of David and his kingdom. He will establish, Jesus, they believed, will establish and uphold this kingdom with justice and righteousness from this time onward and forevermore. And if Jesus really was that king, which all of the signs and the miracles, he just raised Lazarus from the dead, he, Jesus had been performing all of these miracles. And so they knew he was him, that one that was to come. And they knew that they were willing to risk the Roman government to follow Jesus that they would stand with Jesus. And now, over 2,000 years later, it still takes courage for each of us to stand with Jesus. The root of courage is cour, C-O-U-R, and it means heart. Courage is the ability to do something that frightens you. It's something that is deep within us and that we tap into when we are willing and risking showing people what our heart is made of. This past week, my daughter, Corey, who comes up here on children's time most Sundays, she was being interviewed by Jenny's daughter, Erin, for a college project that Erin was doing. And Erin asked Corey, 
What would you do if you saw somebody doing something wrong? And without a moment's pause, Corey said, well, I would ask them to stop. If somebody was bullying someone, I would tell them to stop and go be friends with the person that they were bullying. And it was just so matter of fact. This is the essence of what it means to stand with Jesus, to stand up and to use one's power because we each have our own inherent God-given power and love and grace to use that and to say, no, this is not how you should treat someone. That person is a creation of God, and, and because of that, they are worthy of love and respect. To stand with Jesus simply means to show with our actions and our words that we believe the teachings of Jesus so much that we are willing to live them out on a daily basis to stand against what the current culture might do or think, and to do what we know is right. And we have to draw on courage to do that because so often when we follow Jesus or stand with Jesus, however you want to say it, it is the opposite of the way the world seems to work. And it's a lot easier to stand with Jesus when we do that when we are surrounded by others who follow Christ, who believe and live as Christ in their lives as well. And that's why it's so important for us to be part of a Christian community, to be connected to others, to support and encourage us. So when the time comes, you not only can draw on your own courage, but you can draw on the courage of those around you and face the injustices of the day. This is why, as United Methodists, we do baptisms in a community, within this community of the church, so that we can draw on one another's courage, so that the parents don't have to do everything themselves and, and try to figure things out, but they can lean into the family of Christ so that they have the courage to raise their child that of one who will love Jesus and know the stories in their mind and in their heart. Often on Palm Sunday, churches will have the children parade around and they'll wave their palms and, and they'll, the, all of the adults will sit in the sanctuary and they'll ooh and they'll ah and they'll think it's so adorable that the kids are wandering around with the palms and whacking each other like Joseph was hitting Corey and in our video because apparently that's brotherly love. But it's a tradition here at Brexville for the adults to participate in the service, in the parade too. And it's such a statement of who this church is that we are in this together. You saw in the video at the beginning of the service how there were adults waving their palm branches and there were adults participating in the fun. We're not gonna let the kids just have the fun. We're going to march together. We are going to proclaim that we know Jesus is our king, a king of compassion and justice, a king of God's truth and love a king who courageously paraded into Jerusalem that day, well aware of what he was getting himself into. 
and prepared to face his journey to the cross because of his unconditional love for each and every one of us. I pray that as you go into this week, like Jenny said, that you will just be thankful for that love, that you will let it rest in your hearts and not look to the cross and feel guilty, but simply to feel loved by God. Thank you, God, for a love like that. Amen. Now I invite you to share your joys and your concerns with us. And if you share in the comments on Facebook, just know that everyone on the internet can see those. And so um, please just use first names. And if you don't feel comfortable doing that, please, um, you can also go on our website and you can email us there. There's a prayer request button for that. And then also you can email one of us if you would like to do that or connect with us in another way. The important thing is that we know that no matter where we are, we are connected through the Spirit and we are praying with and for one another. At the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, every tongue confess him, King of glory now. Till the Father's pleasure we shall call him Lord, who from the beginning was the mighty word, humbled for a season to receive a name from the lips of sinners unto him he came. Faithfully he bore its spotless food. Of that he passed, for it up triumphant with its human lot, for the pranks of creatures to the central heart, to the throne of God, and to the Father's breast, filled it with the glory of the perfect rest. In the heart enthroned him that the dread subdued. All that is not holy, all that is not true. Crown him with a captain in temptations out. Let his will enfold you with the light and power. We have a few prayers that have come in. First is for Gretchen as she has hip surgery tomorrow. And Shelly asks for prayers for Sue and her drug-addicted son and her grandchildren. Marla asks for prayers of comfort for Katie and Doug who are grieving a loss. And Kathy asks for continued prayers for her father, Bill. Tomorrow morning is his heart valve replacement surgery. Greg asks for prayers for all God's children, Flora and Fauna. And I do want to um, have some prayers of joy for Carter and his whole family who are joining us today. And I love Carter 
seems to have made himself at home here and settled in. And it's just the most wonderful thing to hear the noises and to, to have the kids feel welcome here. And like this is their home because this is his new home. And we're grateful that Craig is joining us in the band now. Um, Russ is taking a hiatus and we're so grateful to have Craig back with us. And then finally, I do want to um, celebrate that Malik, our Malik, has been accepted into the School of Music at Ohio State University for their master's program in conducting. And so in August, he will move to Columbus. And we're excited for him to start this new journey, but we also recognize that it's bittersweet for us because as he moves off to Columbus, he'll be stepping away from his position as our music director. Malik has only been with us three short years, but we are unbelievably grateful for his heart and his expertise that he has brought to our music program. And we are also grateful that we still have months with him to celebrate and to enjoy his gifts and for him to help us find the perfect person to come in and be our new music director. And he's not going to go anywhere. He's still going to come and play uh, at different services with us. And we want to have surprise little visits from him. So he's not going away forever. He will always be a part of us here at BUMC. So Malik, we are proud of you. And we know that you will go on to do extraordinary things with God by your side. And congratulations on this new part of your journey. Thank you so much. Thank you. And... I have a few more from online. Um, Sam says, joy for my sister and her new beautiful baby girl. Wonderful. Jen says, continue prayers for Jacqueline, Anne, Heather, Krista, and Christine for healing, strength, comfort, and faith. And prayers for Aunt Velma's family, prayers of thanksgiving for Jesus, our church family, and springtime. The daffodils are coming out. I'm very excited, speaking of springtime. Let us go to our Lord in prayer. God of branches and alleluias, we confess that we love a good Palm Sunday celebration. We love the sound of a joyful parade and we love shouting hallelujah, claiming you as our king. We love that Palm Sunday means Easter. And Easter is just around the corner, and we love that good news. However, if we slow down and pay attention, we know that Palm Sunday was not just a walk in the park for you. That there was risk and fear and even the threat of violence. That you were leading a peaceful protest against an unjust empire. And the whole world knew it. God, you knew what you were walking into. Forgive us for glossing over the courage that that day took and remind us that the story of faith is also especially a story of courage and that we can do hard things. With the hope, your hope in our hearts, we will strive to live a life of courage, conviction, and compassion just as Jesus taught us. And we also pray for all of those prayers of joys and concerns lifted aloud. For the family members, for 
those going under surgery, that you will give doctors and nurses, family members, friends, wisdom and comfort of your Holy Spirit. And also on the many people and situations that still rest in our hearts. And we pause now to pray silently to you. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray these things in Jesus' name as we pray the prayer that he taught his disciples. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who have trespassed against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. As you leave this space and this time together, may your mouth speak of God's goodness in the world. May your arm hold those who are in need. May your feet walk toward justice. May your heart trust in its worth. May your soul dance in God's grace. And may this be your rhythm again and again and again until God's promised day. In the name of the lover, the beloved, and the love itself, go with peace and not in pieces. Amen. Have a fantastic week. God, we gather as your people to raise our song above, and we dare to claim the promise of your love. Though the day may not yet be here, we trust it soon will be when your children will be free. Oh, may our hearts and minds be open, fling the church doors open wide. May there be room enough for everyone inside. For in God there is a welcome, in God we all belong. May that sing for generations yet to be, that they never have a reason to doubt that they are blessed, may they in your love find rest. Oh, may our hearts and minds be open, fling the church doors open wide, may there be room enough for everyone. short by fear and shame 
so afraid of who they are and whom they love. May the message now be banished that your love is for the few. May their faith 